it's like no other fatigue you've ever experienced. Like you're out of your mind exhausted, but then all you want to do is go care for your child. And it's this like magnetic draw of like, you forget about yourself as a mom. You forget that you have needs. Hey mama, are you in your third trimester and starting to freak out about the postpartum period? We'll take a deep breath and welcome to the New Mom Naturopath Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kaylin Galloway, a naturopathic physician and a fellow mom who's been in your shoes. From mindset techniques to holistic strategies for your health, we'll empower you to navigate motherhood with confidence and vitality. So grab a comforting cup of tea, or who are we kidding, coffee, and let's dive in to this incredible chapter of your life. My goal of this podcast is to embrace the naturopathic principle of docere, which means to teach. I really want you to learn practical advice on how to actually improve your postpartum experience, but this does not replace the use of your own personal physician. Any and all medical advice should be done and taken through the careful and personal decisions of your medical doctor. Have you checked out my free resource, Preparing for Postpartum? A 12-question guide to help couples prepare for postpartum by having open communication and addressing problems before they happen. Please check it out at thenewmomnaturopath.com and also check out my bonus episode that includes a detailed guide of how to go through this process step-by-step. Honest confession here, I hate conflict. I, I shy away from it at all costs. But if there's one part in your life where you're going to be met with resistance, conflict, miscommunications, anger, frustration, and upset, it's the weeks following your child's birth, and it's usually targeted at the most close people in your family, largely your parents, in-laws, and your lovely partner. It's just kind of how it is. We are genuinely... We tend to treat the people that are close to us the most unfair. And in this time, you're going to have extreme exhaustion that you've never really experienced before. And I know I say this a lot in my podcast. I say that you're going to be tired. And I kind of need to like rethink that phrasing because, yes, it's it's like no other fatigue you've ever experienced. Like you're out of your mind exhausted, but then all you want to do is go care for your child and it's this like magnetic draw of like you forget about yourself as a mom you forget that you have needs and that's where I come into place of like hey by the way you do matter and you are someone that deserves the respect that you need to give yourself you deserve to have the care that you need and a vacation is not to the bathroom it's not to take a shower it's not to go grocery shopping a a restful break is necessary for everybody and anybody on this planet. So it is super important that you prioritize yourself in this time frame. No matter how much time you have, I'm not asking you to take time that you don't have, but I'm getting on a rant. The point of this is conflict. 
exhaustion and miscommunication are bound to happen just because of the circumstances. So giving yourself and your partner grace because of this is paramount. So knowing that you two are not going to always be on the same wavelength is just so helpful. And there's two ways that I deal with this. Number one is I try to communicate beforehand. I, we, my husband and I call it over communication. It's not really over communication. It's just feels like it because he thinks I've said everything and it's very clear and I don't know what he's talking about or can't really listen because I have a crying baby and leaking from all orifices really can't focus. Also, the TV is blaring and like 500 people are calling. So over communication for us means that I explain to him, hey, I'm going to the bathroom. You need to watch our son, <laughs> which seems really obvious. And for him, it's like, I'm going into the kitchen and I'm going to wash the dishes. I may get distracted while I'm in there. So if you need me, please ask. Or I'm going to do this task for work. I cannot be bothered for such and such amount of minutes. And so just being very clear with the communication. The second thing is to have routines established. So knowing what your needs are in a systemized way before that your partner leaves. So do you need them to have communication with you prior to you leaving? Or are you a zombie in the morning and you just want to make sure that they give you a glass of water with as much ice as you can stuff in it and your morning coffee. And, you know, that you just want that onto your little breastfeeding, child feeding chair zone area that you're going to stay in for probably the rest of the day. Let's be real. You might shower today. And I, this is all not meant to scare you, but the reality is. Do you need to have human face interaction during that time? Do you need to have a routine where you, he calls you at lunch? and Or is there a friend that you can call to vent and to have social interaction where you're not begging your partner for all of that and putting that on their plate? And then for the coming home routine, what do you need in the few minutes that they're coming home and what do they need? So. Are they the type of person that can come home from work, take the baby, and just like give you 15 minutes? Are they the type of person and have the kind of work where they just have been overwhelmed and they're like, I need five minutes of just nothing and then I can help assist with something? Do you need to, you know, like run to the bathroom right when they come home? Like, what are the things that are repetitive that c consistently happen to you? And as you're going through the postpartum window, you're, you're going to realize a pattern. And you'll decide between each other, is this working? Is this a good routine? Are you happy with it? And it makes it a little bit easier for you to get through that little 15 minutes if you're both exhausted, you both have had an overwhelming day, you both know that you both have unneeds met or unmet needs <laughs> in this moment. So how best can you support each other in that time frame? And then have clear and direct communication during those times as to when the routine, and I'm saying this in air quotes, is not going to work. I think I heard on a podcast, Renee Brown said uh, that, you know, her partner and her, you know, don't share 50-50. Like, our, their partnership is never 50-50. It's always like, I got 20 today. And so the other person knows, okay, well, I have to give 80. And when they're both not able to give eight, you know, not able to cover their percents, 
they go, okay, we're going to have to work this out. And they discuss how they're going to manage and delegate tasks elsewhere or start to manage priorities. Now, in this time frame, you're always going to, ne- like, you're always going to never, you and your partner are probably never going to add up to 800% because you both are overwhelmed and you're both healing. You physically and emotionally, him emotionally, and he's not getting sleep either. And also, he's freaking out because there's not a lot of actions that he can personally do. And so it feels kind of like, I want to help, but I don't know how. Um, Which brings me to the last and final thing is that be clear about your own needs to your partner before you become annoyed that they're not met. So being very open and clear, I need you to do the dishes when you get home. I need you to wash the bottles with care and make sure that nothing is on them. And I need to be able to show you how it's done so that it gets done a million, like the first time. And I don't have to repeat it. There are a lot of things that when you get help, it's very clear that the help is not helpful. So just having very clear and upfront instructions that, hey, this is not how it should, like this is not helping. Not that you didn't do anything, not that you didn't propose to help me, but I am not relieved by this help that you're trying to give me. And having a list prior to postpartum of the things that are probably going to be on that list would be very helpful. So saying, I'm not going to get to the laundry all day because I'm going to be real with you. You're going to be washing laundry that you just wore because you're going to spill milk, spill spit up, spill coffee, food. My, you might get a little blood somewhere. Like there's just, there's so many liquids. I can't. And then on top of that, there is an odor of postpartum because you're like sweating out all the fluid that you've tried to like keep onto and like your body is doing some weird things postpartum, like weird things. And so you're just going to not, you're going to be doing that laundry. And so they're going to have to manage their own in some ways or There's going to be things that are going to be just off, that are not your usual, that are different. And so you're going to have to work together in that. And that's just being open and honest with each other. And then I already said finally, but this kind of, I guess, is a bonus is, and I've said this before, but this is so important. Have certain cap, um, tap out phrases. So you've been up with the baby all day, your husband's at work all day, but you're both exhausted, but you just like, um, gonna drop the baby I'm so tired sort of a thing have a tap out phrase and say I just I'm gonna need you to switch out for 15 minutes I need a nap or like just something along those lines and no one is gonna want to tap out at 1am after they haven't gotten a lot of sleep and they've been working all day but also it's good to have that mindset of like no this is like I really can't do this anymore I need I need help I'm like And usually I did it before I got to the point of like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna, you know, because at that point my husband could barely be woken up. So I just kind of made the the call to try to get him awake before I really, really, really needed him. But the reality is I really, really needed him. So having catchphrases that help you and your and your partner communicate, hey, this is this I'm at my tap out zone, and. Those are not to be abused. It's kind of like 
kind of like when you tell your toddler no, you really don't want to cave. <laughs> like, you don't want to cry wolf. So just make sure that you, like, you really do need to tap out and that you do need to switch. And a lot of times this is really hard for moms to even do. So this is important to have, but probably going to need encouragement to say it because it does feel like you're giving up if you have to tap out and go take a nap instead of rock your baby to sleep because they're crying for the millionth time today. But sometimes what is needed is a change in presence. Sometimes your energy is what's causing that shift in the child's mood. And it's so frustrating when you've been rocking them for an hour and you just want them to stop crying and you fed them and you've changed their diaper and you've, you know they're tired so they need to go to sleep but like they don't go to sleep and all the things. And so in that instance, I think sometimes switching it out and allowing someone else to take over, the energy that they're going to bring to the table is going to be a lot more calm because they're not frustrated that they're still in the situation. So just giving yourself that space of it's not necessarily that you have failed. You haven't failed. You haven't messed up. You're not a bad mom. You're not a bad parent. You just need a break. And your child needs a break from you. They love you. They are obsessed with you. But even if I'm obsessed with someone, I need a break from them. So I hope this was helpful. I really hope that you enjoyed our conversation. And I cannot wait to talk to you next week on Monday. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to the New Mom Naturopath Podcast. I really hope you learned something and grew during this episode. If you could leave me a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be so helpful for me. If you have any questions, email me at admin at the new mom naturopath.com. And as always, please join our Facebook group, The New Mom Naturopath, on Facebook. Have a wonderful day.